So I got a call yesterday morning. I'm in the park, Central Park, with uh, Danielle and Gabriel and Ava. And I get a call from Bo Deedle. And uh, Bo had some really good suggestions, maybe some recommendations on how we move past some of this. In an effort to do that, here he is this morning, usually on Tuesdays at 740, but coming up big fuss last week. Our good buddy Bo Deedle. Good morning, Bo. Yo, Bo. Good morning, guys. <clears throat> you know, well, I, I just I, I can't sleep at night because I keep getting reoccurring uh, nightmares and dreams about what's going on. Because now all of a sudden it's got its own life. The killing in, in Minnesota was the linchpin. Was the linchpin to start something off that we I thought that we have had our hands around and we've been dealing with. And uh, part of my idea was every time, every uh, November... I go to uh, Sparks. We have the Marine Corps birthday. We have 400 Marines, and we light one candle, and we, uh, and we sing the Star Spangled Banner, and we sing it for people who've given their lives, white, black, Hispanic, others, who've given their lives to protect this country, making this the greatest country in the world with our freedoms. Not a black country, not a white country, not a Hispanic country. A country of Americans. And I just realized one thing. Here's the solution. And I'd like to propose this to the NFL commissioner and any other sports team. Why don't we all honor our country? That's what we're honoring our country. Do we have problems? Where, did I see racism when I came around in 1968 during the Martin Luther King riot? Yes. But since then, we've evolved out of it. So here's my answer to this question about the national anthem. Because it hurts veterans and it hurts people who've lost their loved one their dad, their grandfathers, their uncles, who fought for this country. That's what the National Anthem is about, feeling proud. I still have tears in my eyes sometimes thinking about people that I've lost in my family who fought for this country. Here's your answer. Let's all stand for the National Anthem in one regard, one regard only. We love this country so much. Do we have problems? Yes, but we love the country. And after the National Anthem's finished, you could take one knee. You could protest, you could show whatever you, you feel that you're, that's wrong and show your protest. One knee, two knees, you want to roll around on the ground and hop up and down, whatever you want to do. But give the respect for the national anthem during its playing. And when it's finished, they should have one minute. If you'd like to show some sort of a, a negativity of what you're, what you're protesting against, fine. Give you the opportunity, but don't scan, don't put it upon our national anthem to show disrespect for this country. And you want to know something? It's not black. It's not white. It's not Hispanic. It's America. Let's all stand together for our country. Damn it, we have a great country. Let's not be pulled apart with this other stuff that's happening right now where people who have one thing in mind, the one thing in mind is to take this country down. When I ran for mayor in New York City, part of my idea was, we have 37,000 cops that make crap money. They make garbage money. Some of them are on food stamps. My idea was to open up high schools in minority neighborhoods and have cops work overtime so they can be big brothers to these community kids so they have somewhere to go, someone to talk to. That's the root of the problem. Because when you have these kids on the street with nothing, and then they're looting, they're rioting, this is all they know. So to get to the root of the problem, what you have to do is you have to be able to deal with it. And part of my program was going to be have cops in the minority areas, be big brothers to the kids out there with no dads, 
Be big brothers. That's what we should be doing instead of this crap. We can fix what's there. But when you have 500 people killed every year in a city like Chicago, black, killing black, and no one is entertaining. I'm sure Gail King and Oprah are not going to talk about black on black crime. We have over 16,000 people murdered in this country. 16,000 every year, guys. And I'll tell you something. 45 to 50 percent of them are African Americans being murdered. Do those Black Lives Matter? I would love to get on the program with Oprah and Gail. I'm going to call somebody at CBS that I know head of the news. I'd love to get on one of these debate programs instead of everybody come by. Hey, let's tell the real facts. The black on black crime. I did hear O'Reilly this morning. He hit the nail right on the head. Oh, he certainly did. Bo, I heard two great ideas from you. You want to do something? Let's do it after the national anthem. And to your point about the uh, police officers, they make squat. They make in the 40s, uh, 40,000, 40 something thousand. And it takes them, what, uh, five, 10 years to get up to 60 something thousand? Yeah, give them an opportunity to make some more money and do it by allowing them to go into the inner city and do some good. That was part of my plan to, as mayor because I knew there was an underlying problem in our minority communities with these kids. There was nobody leading these kids. But they could all talk. You know, there's, all they have these social programs, like the mayor's wife with the billion dollars, Operation Thrive. You know what I could do with a billion dollars and pay an overtime to cops to come there on their hours off to interact with these kids in the community? And we, our, our police department in New York is, I think, about 65% other than white. So we've done really great progress. When I came on the job, it was the Irish cop and the, and the, with the nice thing. They used to beat the living crap out of me if I was in a park after dark when I was 12 years old. It was the Irish cop. Yeah, police brutality. Bo Deedle got it with the nice thing. I went home to my days. father. You deserved my it. Good father old days. Beat, <laughs> my, my father beat me for another hour after that. Damn right. It built character. <laughs> That's right. Well, listen. For uh, you. The, 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 not only are we talking about not uh, doing more with the cops, and like you're talking about, Bo, some really great ideas. We're talking about doing less. Deep funding these cops has become a big issue. And in blue cities like New York City, uh, like uh, Los Angeles, it seems like it's going to happen. It's not when, it, it's not if, it's when. So they're going to defund these cops. Then what happens? Then what do we do? Yeah, you know, you have all these leaders, but where is, this, where is the sensible leaders out there? I'm talking about in most of our large cities are democratic, and that's the large cities that the minorities are being killed. In. Certainly they didn't do a good job in Chicago. And where was President Obama, his hometown, when I was a Fox News contributor, I was a Fox News contributor for 12 years. I used to talk about the numbers killed in Chicago. Every time I went on there with Hannity or Angie, I said, well, where is the outrage? Where are the outrage of the black community? Stop the killing of our people. Our black young kids are getting killed by other black young kids. The cops are not killing them. And the statistics and the numbers are there. It's such a small minority of how many people are being killed by cops compared to black on black crime. Are we going to talk about this, Oprah? Are we going to talk about this, Gail King? Yep. Let me come into the discussion. I want listeners to put emails out. I will be willing to go into the discussion, and I'll challenge anybody with what I've learned in my lifetime, what is going on out there. If you want to hear the reality, Bring Bo on the show. I'll, I'll unload it, and I'll look in people's eyes and talk about an 11-year-old little girl shot in the head when I was in Brooklyn Homicide over there, and she was sitting on a stoop, and she took a bullet in the head from another black kid there. 
Yeah, no, the, the, uh, are they going to talk about the uh, why so much black-on-black crime, particularly among youths in the city of Chicago and other cities, the breakdown of the uh, black family, perhaps? I mean, are they going to talk about stuff like that, the, the machismo culture of drugs, uh, glamorizing violence, yeah, where, where, degrading where is, women in, the, in their music and all that stuff? Are they going to talk about all of that stuff? Where, yeah, well, all they talk about is this race-baiting little creep uh, Sharpton, who tried to, who lied about Tawana Broly up there, upstate New York, this race-baiting little punk, he pops out of his cave whenever there's a civil dis- uh, disruption, he pops out of his cave. He wears some nice $5,000 suits. You get a lot of money there, a lot of money. Why isn't he marching in Chicago, Al? Al, black people are dying. Why don't you get off your butt with your shakedown? Uh, what's the name of his group? I don't even want to name National the actor, uh, something yeah, actor. Yeah, that, action Bull- Network, and the Action Network. Yeah. When I ran, when I ran for mayor, he actually had me speak in front of uh, the Action Network, and who was there was uh, the other Shakedown artist, Jesse Jackson, and the people were all booing me. So when they stopped, stopped booing me, I said, "Yes, you can boo me all you want." I was a cop and a detective. I was a servant of the black community. I worked in East Holland. I worked in Bevis Diamond. I worked in East New York. I picked up dead bodies, so go boo me all you want. But I want to talk about what's going on in the community. No one wants to talk about it. All everybody wants is funding for the city, funding for the state, funding for the federal government, and they do nothing with it. They get rich on it. That money should be used like I just said. Let's get to the root of the problem. Our kids who are in these communities have nothing to look forward to. How about a big brother? A cop is a big brother. And I'll guarantee you, 98% of the cops out there would love to do this, become a big brother in the community, make a little extra overtime for their families. They'd be there in a second. These are ideas that are too sensible because no one wants to deal with that. They just want to deal with a couple of shootings, nine shootings of unarmed blacks the whole year of 2019. I thought it was going to be hundreds. Hundreds. And when I looked at the number, I fell off my chair. I know. It's unbelievable. Hey, listen, Bo, great job as always. Thank you. I know you'll be back again tomorrow morning at 740. Always great on a Tuesday morning. But some really, some really good thoughts here this morning on a Monday, Bo. So thank you so much. Some stuff that makes a lot of sense. Get get it out there, guys. I'll talk to you. All right, Bo, great job.